Welcome to episode number 95 of the Ross LN Luke Show. Our lives often run on autopilot. Every moment in life is a new opportunity. Before change, there has to be awareness. Then a decision can be made to change that thing. We discuss the power of visualizations, letting go of the past, and living in the present. A couple of book recommendations. The Power of Now, The Enlightened Gardener, and The Space Within. Remember that your memories are unreliable. However, we can bring them up to relive the experience of the past or change our state of mind right now. An exciting opportunity to learn and grow and change your everyday life is available out of this episode. I hope you enjoy and we'd love your feedback. Rosie blokes, we're dads, we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a heap of mistakes, learned a bit and created plenty of wins, which taught us a few things about life, love, relationships, communication, leadership and business. We're here to share our journey and our learnings with you. You may get three different perspectives or one universal agreement. Whatever you take away, we hope it made a difference in your day. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, welcome. Al and welcome, Luke. G'day, Luke. Good. G'day, g'day, Al. G'day, Ross. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. So, you know, the same intro and I heard something different. Yeah, same. Hmm. What did you hear, Luke? Hopefully it wasn't the typing from my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, it was shorter. Um, what did I hear? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it had this. Oh, I don't know. It was different sizzle. It was, uh, it was a bit more serious sizzle, Ross, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> hmm. What did you hear, Al? Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Oh, it's always did. good. It's always good. Yeah. So yeah. what I heard was the bit about, uh, you know, between us, we've made lots of mistakes. And, and, and the question that jumped into my mind was, yeah, but who's made the most? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, I don't know. Well, I'm still making them. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't answer the question, though. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. That's just what jumped oh. into my head when he was reading that. Like, I don't know why, but it just that's what jumped into my head. So, but more importantly, because I agree, it's not a, it's not a question that has a lot of value. But more importantly, what were the, the the points that I made earlier, which is same words, similarly read, however something new happens. And there's there's an Australianism. It's probably used all over the world, just to different languages. Uh, You know, same shit, different day. Yeah. Now, again, that's that's obviously a bit of a whinge, but I wonder, like, uh, are we all aware? Because I know I forget, but are we all aware that really every every single moment of every single day is is a completely new opportunity, and and. And I know I take that for granted. I know I end up on autopilot so much of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. 
But that's how we run our lives. In fact, our subconscious is designed to create um, autopilot, like so that things happen automatically and it makes it easy. So this, you know, the extraordinary power of the subconscious mind to do miraculous and amazing things. Uh, you know, the complexity of walking is extraordinary. It takes us a long time to learn that. However, now as an, an adult, we don't even give it a second thought. We'll run, walk, jog, you know, do all these things without even thinking about it. Yet the complexities of the, the muscles to make that happen uh, is, is quite extraordinary. But the subconscious mind kind of takes care of it all. You know, we can even drive a car on uh, on autopilot, you know, obviously not recommended. But, you know, if you are driving, you've been driving for some years, then, you know, as, as you uh, gentlemen are, there's, you know, there will have been times where you arrive at your destination and you go, oh, I actually don't remember driving here. I know I drove, like, but, you know, I wasn't conscious for it. I was kind of in my head thinking about other things, thinking about the job that I'm going to or, you know, whatever it might be that I'm distracted by. And I managed to drive through all that traffic and traffic lights and everything else um, all basically on autopilot. So and I'm going to argue, Ross, that we mostly drive on autopilot. Whether it's recommended or not, we mostly do. Yeah, that's right. And, but it, and it's everything in life. You know, yes. as we become um, competent of things, our autopilot takes over and just does life. So yes. if you're doing life in a way that's not working for you, yeah, get conscious to it. Bingo. Bingo. And, and Luke, how do, we become, how do we become aware of something that's not really working in our life? Uh, well, <clears throat> I suppose yeah, awareness and, and obviously, um, yeah, I'd say maybe feeling into it. Yeah. Like you can sort of feel when things aren't right. Um, right. Yeah. Cause given that we're on autopilot, yeah. right. Awareness goes out the window. That's, that's kind of the point. So, so what's the trigger to bring, to bring things back into our awareness? Yeah, well, for me, it's um, <clears throat> being obviously being present, um, and yeah, not not trying to fix the shit out of everything. <laughs> fix the shit out of it. There's a t-shirt in that one. Well, there is. Yeah, yeah, definitely is, and that's that. Uh, I think yours would say, yeah. "I'm here to fix the shit out of you, mate." Yeah, well, that's right. I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like the T-shirt. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, so, so uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. And so for me, what I'm finding is the trigger is shit that ain't working. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm starting to feel stressed, annoyed, frustrated, or any of those other things, it's like, I guess my past default behavior was to look around me. So where, what, where's that freaking mosquito? What is, what is bothering me outside me? And what I've really become aware of is there might be a trigger or something on the outside that's showing me something, but it's showing me something about me. And so the, the, the trigger for awareness is disquiet. I'll call it that disquiet. And then the place that I have to look is in my own beliefs, my own ways of being, etc.
Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, yeah, I think yeah, once we start to sort of have a bit of a, uh, yeah, obviously a look within and see, you know, what comes up for us, then that that's a good indication of, you know, where things are at. Um, yeah, and it's I suppose at that time we don't necessarily have to radically change anything um, mm. or, you know, make make rash decisions. I think, yeah, as we've spoken before about sort of sleeping on it and uh, knowing that things, you know, ultimately will, will turn out the way that they turn out. Um, but definitely there's a positive and negative uh, influence that we can have on, you know, any situation. So, um, yeah. I think, yeah, just not putting too much on it and not worrying about it too much, mate. But, yeah, the autopilot can work both ways, you know, good and, well, good and negative, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? People get comfortable. They're happy to tolerate certain things, you know, let little things slide. Yeah, then it sort of comes up and, you know, um, you sort of don't really deal with things um, or even acknowledge or become aware of things that potentially are negative, you know, in your life. Yeah, and, and let's face it, this this mostly comes down to relationship, doesn't it? And I, I don't know about you guys, um, but I, I guess I'm finding, you know, the more I look back now with, with new a new view, the more I'm seeing that that it was the autopilot. It was it was not it was not being present and not dealing with what was happening that led to, you know degradation or even the death of some relationships. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the first thing really does need to be that awareness that there's a problem uh, and before we can, you know, there can be something going on in our lives that just kind of repeats itself again and again and again. And, uh, you know, it could be something that once upon a time we didn't like, but we didn't have a solution for it. So we just kind of put up with it and now it's just life. And we don't mm. think much about it we continue on as, as, as if we're okay with it, even though, you know, deep down we're not, but we just didn't have a solution and we've been putting up with it for so long. It's just the norm now. And it's just part of that autopilot. Um, and you know, one day those things that we don't like, sometimes they, they break and we're like, I'm not going to put up with this anymore, but we don't necessarily take, you know, as Luke said, you, you know, to, to sleep on it, but that awareness to actually make the change, but we can create any kind of outcome that we want sometimes that rash decision to change it right now um, can cause, you know, um, not the best choice of the options available. You know, there's always infinite options available. But we definitely need to have that awareness before we can create the change. And then we need to make that decision to actually make the change. We need to make a decision that we're not going to put up with whatever it is the way it is right anymore. We're not going to run that area of our life on autopilot anymore. Uh, and all of this happens in the conscious mind. So, which is the which is the interesting thing here. We make the decisions about these things on, in the on the conscious mind because we can have subconscious awareness that something's we're not happy with something, but until we bring it into the conscious, um, you know, it, it's highly unlikely that there's going to be anything different done about it. Mm. Yeah, definitely, and you know that. You know, that mind, you know, they, they talk about, um, you know, the, the big mind or the universal mind um, that we have, you know, that we're all sort of born with. Um, and that's, you know, that's all has, has an effect on our, you know, consciousness and our mood. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I've sort of read and, and, and delved into um, and that, you know, our, our, the elevator of consciousness, I call it, you know what I mean? So, and the, the easiest way, you know, to sort of measure your current level of your consciousness is to tune into your mood. <clears throat> you know, when you're, when you're feeling low and angry and frustrated, you know, stressed out, um, you know, there's chances that your, your level of consciousness is dipped um, and that, you know, the things that people you might tell yourself, you know, about yourself, your life and, you know, like the world around you is probably, you know, inaccurate yeah, at that time. So you can see how people get sort of down on themselves. Oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Or this didn't work out. But just knowing that that's not the way that you're going to feel for the rest of your life. Uh, and that, you know, when your mood changes and you're feeling happier uh, and at peace, the chances are that your state of consciousness, you know, will rise. And from that place, you'll, you'll start to think, you know, higher quality thoughts. You'll start to see things and figure things out, um, you know, that you hadn't previously. So, you know, yeah, it's, and that can be automatic too, you know, state of consciousness that automatically is negative where you, you're low all the time. Yeah, definitely. We're high all the time, but knowing those, those, you know, ebbs and flows are part of life actually helps sort of navigate it. Yeah. Like a rudder in the ship. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. The way people get out of bed in the morning is, you know, is a pattern that we mm. all run. We all run our own little pattern about how we get out of bed in the morning. Mm. Um, and, you know, what kind of state of mind we're in when we do that. Once we've been doing that for a little while, we don't think that there's any other way to get out of bed. This is just how you get out of bed or, you know, just how I get out of bed. I'm sure somebody else might do it differently, but this is just how I wake up. Um, rather than taking responsibility for starting your day a particular way. Um, and you know, all, all of its patterns, we think so much of it, so much of life is, is predetermined, including our mood. And yet there's so much that we can, we can change uh, a very simple exercise for, for you to understand how much control you have over your mood. Um, I, I learned this through, uh, through NLP and, and it's really simple and we can do it right now. Um, all you've got to do is think about a, a, a time when, um, when you weren't very happy. Now, don't think about the worst time ever because I don't know where you are and, and what that worst time ever was. Uh, and that might, you know, create some uh, some pretty extreme emotions for some people. You know, it could be something very raw that you're dealing with. But So don't go to your, to your deepest, darkest place, but go to somewhere where, where um, you know, things weren't, weren't that great and you weren't feeling good. Maybe you're feeling sad, uh, perhaps. Uh, think of that time and think about how it makes you feel and notice that your body like your body um, might be ch changing right now because when we think about something sad we look down and notice that as you're looking down that that feeling gets stronger and you think about that time and the uh, this negative emotions that came with that notice and now pause for a moment and notice how it's making all that is making you feel so let's change that up. Let's shake that out, sit up straight, lift your head and think of a time that you were having a heap of fun. Okay. Maybe you're with, uh, with your mates, maybe you're around the barbecue, something like that, having a beer, having a joke and you're having a heap of fun. Think of the time 
that you were there, who was around, what they were saying, what you were laughing about. And remember how good that felt. And now notice inside yourself, as you think of that time and that laughter, how good you feel. You guys notice that? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely thinking about that time that, you know, that time in that space when you're sort of present, you know, and enjoying it. That's right. So that's a very simple exercise to put yourself into a state of mind. You just remember a time when you felt the way you want to. You know, maybe it was mm. confidence that you, you want to feel. So you think of a time when you were confident and you can feel that confidence and you put yourself into it. Because the interesting thing about the subconscious mind is it really doesn't distinguish between our imaginations and reality. And there's a, there's a saying that if you can't imagine it, you can't have it. So somebody yeah. who can't imagine themselves, you know, being rich or being with um, um, a particular partner or whatever it happens to be, there's something in their life that they can't imagine it, then they can't, then they won't be able to attain it. And there's you know, another conscious mind has to buy in first. There's another great way to frame that Ross, you know, there's a, a saying seeing is believing. Yes. Um, yes. However, believing is seeing. Is more yes, true. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why they talk about visualizations. You know, the, the, the first personal development gurus anywhere all spoke about visualization, you know, visualizing what it is that you wish to achieve, creating that reality for yourself and then living into it. Hmm. Yeah. And, and off the back of that, Ross, it's, um, I'd like to add, there's a, couple of things from um, Sydney Banks that um, stand out for me. And I, I can read a little bit of what he says, but it, it, it ties in with what, you know, uh, what you were uh, saying as well. Um, that he, he always says that it's important to remember that we're only one thought away from happiness and only one thought away from sadness. And he believes that the secret lies in thought. It's the missing link that everybody in this world is looking for. Um, and yep. he goes on to say, excuse me, we worry over nothing and you know, how many times we worried and look back in our life and say, look, I don't, I don't know why I ever worried about that. <laughs> or you have a big tantrum and you're mad at the world, mad at your spouse and, you know, a few days later you can't remember why you were mad um, because he believes it, it, was all, it was all thought and you forgot what thought was. And the important part to me that he says here is the past is, the past is now. It's history. It's an illusion in time. And if you're going to work from that illusion in time, you're going to keep you're going to keep it going. There's no end to it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. to forgive and forget. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, you have to you have to forget the past to forgive. You know, once you do that, you know, he says you'll find you you'll find your freedom. So it's and that's that old thing of letting go. You know what I mean? As bad as it seems, and you want to take control and act revenge, get one up, you know what I mean, make it up, et cetera, um, it's at that point that when we don't respond to our thoughts immediately and we just understand that it is the nature of thought and we can let go, um, you know, the, the more freedom we'll have. Uh, and that's – kids are like that too. You see them just one minute screaming and next minute they're happy going, oh, what's going on? You know, you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's the best way to be because 
the only person who's experiencing the past is the person who's remembering it and we're bringing it into the present like the past is gone it's it's done it's happened it's gone it no longer exists there is only now like now is the only time we actually have so as long as you're thinking about the past you're bringing the past into the into the present and you're actually reliving yeah. it whereas if you let it go it no longer has any impact on you you know, we, 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 as you said, you know, you might want to get revenge or something. You might feel like you've been slighted, like someone's done the wrong thing by you and you need to get revenge. But now you're living yeah. in the past, having to re-experience that again and again. And, and, you know, this is, whenever this subject comes up, people always talk about people that have had the worst things done to them and they've managed to find a space where they can forgive the people that have done it to them. And they go to them yeah. and they let them know, or sometimes they write to them, or sometimes they just do it within their mind. They forgive that person. And it has zero impact on the person that, you know, committed those atrocities in any way, shape or form, whether you forgive them or don't forgive them, has no impact on them. They've moved, their life is continuing on regardless, but it has an immediate and lasting impact on the person who does the forgiveness because they're free from the past. They're no longer having to relive it. Yeah. Um, and they now move into a new future where they can be present without having to relive the past. So uh, if you are dealing with something, no matter how big or small it is, if you can um, find it within yourself to let go, forgive, whatever you need to, to just let that past be in the past and live in a new future now, that will bring amazing lightness to your life. Yeah. Yeah, well said, Ross. And I, you know, and I think just understanding the nature of thought, um, you know, brings us a bit closer to, you know, who we are as people, you know, and not, not getting away from it. Um, and, you know, the mind, the mind, the consciousness and thought, they're all, <clears throat> you know, they're all, they're all interlinked. They're all, you know, they all work with each other. Um, and again, the Sydney Banks, his his spin on his mind, consciousness, and thought, which is based around his sort of three principles, you know, teaching um, that he says, and I'll read it off 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 his out of his words. Um, so he believes is it, the mind. Is it a book? That, yeah, it is. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. There's um, what's the book? Uh, there's a book. He's called. Um, there's a bloke called Michael Neal, um, and he's called. Uh, so it's the three principles. Um, and I believe his book is, uh, <laughs> oh, I've read it like four times. That's completely lost me. Uh, duh, 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 duh. that's all right. We'll uh, put it in the show notes at the end. Keep reading. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, yeah. So and it's, it's really trippy way to, to look at it. Um, but yeah, so his mind, so his belief is that the mind is the intelligence of all things. Is it the enlightened gardener? Yeah, that's that's one book. Yeah, that that's written. I've I've sort of got three quarters away through that. That's more 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 of a story. Um, it's pretty in depth. Um, Missing link. Nah, nah. Um, uh, Dealiza. Nah, it's his first book. Um, <clears throat> it'll come to me. Second so, chance. Ah, oh, jeez, he's got a few. I'm just looking at anyway. look at his Amazon, uh, sorry, his Google books. Michael, uh, Michael Neal, yeah, 
Oh, I was looking at Sydney Banks, sorry. Yeah, no, they're all Sydney Banks books, right. uh, but Michael Neal is a practitioner of the three principles, so he, he worked right. with um, Sydney Banks. Within. That's the one, yeah, yeah. And it's a really yeah. good entry-level uh, book I found into the world of the three principles, um, which Sydney Banks was like a Scottish welder, and one day just packed up his tools and said, well, that's it, I'm going over here to do this now. Um, and, yeah, it's sort of, there's people that have worked with him directly, he's no longer with us, but... Um, so he's his spin on it, and these are Sydney Banks' words that mind, yeah, mind is the intelligence of all things. Consciousness makes you aware, and thought is like the rudder of a ship. It guides you through life, and if you learn to use it, if you learn to use that rudder properly, you can guide your way through life far better than you ever imagined. You can go from one reality to another. You can find your happiness, and when illusionary sadness comes from memories, you don't try to figure it out. He says, please don't, yeah, don't try to do that. He said, you'll get yourself in trouble. All you have to realise is that it's thought. Yes, our memories. That's right, our memories are so unreliable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That's what, and that's what Ross sort of showed earlier, that you can yeah. take yourself back to a, a nice place, you know what I mean, you know, and, and at a barbecue and with your friends. And you can also take yourself back to some dark places. So, yeah. But either way... Um, you know, it's it's our thought, um, yeah, and that that's what he was big on. You know, that life comes from the inside out, and everyone's got it. Everyone's equal. Um, yeah, that's yeah, it's a nice way to look at it. Hmm. Mm. Different. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, I think there's been heaps of great value in today's session. Is there something that um, you, either of you would like to leave our listeners with to help them implement or use some of this? Oh yeah. Well, so I'd like to just, just really make sure I was clear earlier because this is what's really helped me in a massive way. Right. It's like number one, um, and, and look, this is a slightly different variant on what, what, you, what we've been discussing, but I guess this is where I started. So number one, I'm living my life. Things aren't the way I want them to be. Things aren't great. Things are frustrating. What, you know, all those other things that, are, that, are, that don't feel good, that feel bad, that feel negative. And step one is to, is to really step back, stop, step back, breathe, you know, not react, not respond from emotion. And to look at what's what's actually happening, and to and to start to see what might be there for me that I haven't seen before, and then usually, uh, usually I will see something that can help me experience that that situation completely differently, like completely differently. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And I think just showing a bit of showing a bit of love as well doesn't hurt. Yep. We all we all lose that sometimes, yep. especially being yep. blokes. Um, yep. Yeah. So that that's what I'll add to it. Yeah, great. Awesome. Well the, the last little bit I'd I'd like to put in there is um, just to be responsible for your state, whether it's sad, happy, angry, frustrated, excited, loving. Hopefully it's one of the, the positive ones, uh, as, uh, as Luke mentioned before about that elevator. 
you know, lifting yourself up that elevator to the higher, more positive states, take responsibility for that. And that change alone will make an extraordinary difference to every moment of your life. Mm. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a really great week. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Will do. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Luke. You're welcome. Cheers. Captain L signing off. (laughs) Roger that. Out. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.